Hey everybody, this is the Teddy Murphy Project here. I'm Teddy Murphy, your host. But you guys know that, hey, if you want to do a podcast, you want to express your views and everything, whatever you do, hey, use Anchor. Anchor is uh, one of the best uh, products you can use for your uh, podcast. And it also gives you sponsorships also to the where you get paid for every listen across any episode. So, don't forget, man, if you want to use a podcast, go to Anchor, man. Just go to anchor.com, sign up, get your podcast started. I'm Petty Murphy, and I this This past Friday, a very good friend of mine, someone who I once cared about, someone I, you know, considered someone I'm dating or anything like that, went through the ringer. Three years ago, she made a mistake. She said the most disrespectful thing you can ever say to anybody that's an African-American. And it was said multiple times. Now, I'm not condoning anything that she said. And I tried to explain that to people for the last 48 plus hours. However, when you see the post, you only see what she said. To that person. But you don't know what led to her saying that to that person. So I'm going to explain the entire story. Because I personally took offense to this when this first came about. My friend Jessica Garza. Called her ex-boyfriend, Stacy Roden Fisher Jr., that's his name on Facebook, a nigger, N-I-G-G-E-R. Called him a cotton-picking nigger. Called his mom's a nigger. All because she wanted to say the most hurtful thing that would get him to leave her alone. Well, he has it, and we're going to get to that in a minute. Stacy can be a cool guy when his head is on straight. Myself and the MC Lace knew, know about the whole situation. That's a few others know about the situation between Stacy and Jessica. Jessica is Mexican and white. And in the last couple of years, she's gone through a personal hell, as she is right now. She lost her father, who is Latino, who died in his sleep at home, in her home. Someone she really, really did care about. Someone who she looked up to her mentor. Currently, right now, she is taking care of her sickly mother, buying her 
Medica Medicare supplies so she can have her medicine or anything like that because her mother lost the love of her life. Her mother's still heartbroken. She's also taking care of her 13-year-old son who people thought was half black, half white. So they jumped to the conclusion that Stacy was her son's father. Which I tried to explain yesterday because my heart was in the right place. That that's not the case. I got attacked because people took my words and misconstrued them. As in I supported what she said. No, I did not. Because three years ago, I was told about this by both parties. I didn't say nothing then until I actually talked to both parties in person. I was told about this by Stacy, and I told him I would catch him later on. In that evening, because it was done in the morning, I told my catch later on that evening the next day. And we'll talk about it. I was told by this by Jessica that day. And I told her I'd catch her later on that evening when we go out to eat. And we'll talk about it. Wasn't going to get into it. And the reason why I wasn't going to get into it right then and there. Is because I wanted to make sure my facts were straight. And my head was on straight. To let them both know that they're both were in the wrong. I met up with Jessica later on that evening after I got off from work, went home, showered, went out to eat. And she told me the story, her side of the story, and I seen the post. And I told her she was in the wrong. For what she said. Because you never call a black man. A nigger. N-I-G-G-E-R. You don't call him a cotton picking nigger. And you don't call his mother. A nigger. Because I come from a black mother. She has met my mother. She has met my family. Since I've known her since 2014, she has never said anything racial towards me. Now, other things that she has done, yes, that's happened, but we're not going to get into that. There's a little bit of petty shit at the time. And she has said this multiple times. And I do not condone this, so I want you to listen to y'all. I do not condone this. But Stacy, though, Stacy stole from Jessica, assaulted Jessica, his mother, slashed her tires, stole her son's Xbox. And she was tired of it. And I know women on here who get tired of a trifling man who won't do anything in life to better himself. There's millions of y'all who do this. 
But not all of y'all will say something racial to hurt a man. I get that. There are some that do. So she's no exception on that. But when the woman gets fed up and men do things to that woman that are so fed up she'll say the worst thing that she can think of. And that could be anything. Just to get that man to wake up, step up, or leave. Jessica's been getting death threats since Friday. And she's only getting these death threats from people who don't know the situation or people that know friends of hers that were or were friends with her. And they don't even know the whole damn facts or the story. She called me Friday night, and she called me last night. This girl came to leave her house to go get medical supplies for her sickly mother, or food for her son and mother. She can't even go to work because people called her job and know where she works at, and threatened to do bodily harm when she's at work or out in public. Excuse me. She called me crying. Tears. She apologized for what she said. I told her. Can't keep apologizing to me for what I already knew that's the whole situation and I said my piece three years ago I forgave her then and I forgive her now because it happened three years ago the thing with people who take accountability and work on being the better person especially when it comes to race issues and they get to learn about how the struggle for us African Americans was tough. And it's still tough to these days. 402 years of oppression and only being free for 60, that shit angers us. Not having the equal white rights as our white counterparts being harassed by police for no apparent reason being killed by police when we're unarmed it's a problem back then she didn't know how powerful those words were That hurts us. 
until somebody like me explained it. Now I want to speak to about Stacy. Stacy and his girlfriend are currently right now posting things on Jessica on Facebook. Making threats. Calling her phone. There's a backstory to this. And that's why I was trying to get everybody to see. And I want everybody to see. Two wrongs don't make a right, people. It really don't. What she did was wrong. But what Stacy and his current girlfriend are doing is wrong also. A couple of community leaders are working on this now in Wichita. And they're fucking ashamed on how people are acting towards her. Especially with the death threats and not understanding the full story. I lived in Wichita, Kansas for most of my life. Outside of being home from Kansas City. So it's been off and on. I see the hate. Of that city. Because it's small minded. It's not open minded. Soon as something happens. Everybody wants to jump to conclusions real quick. Without getting their facts straight. Which causes chaos and confusion. I see motherfuckers that I thought were friends. Talk shit about me. Want to make posts about me. For trying to get you motherfuckers to under open up your damn eyes. And see that there is a. Another part to the story. There's always another plot to the story. Me standing up Friday night saying I'm going to stop saying the N-word. Whereas nigger, nigger, whatever. That was my personal choice. Because I talked to an older gentleman, an older black gentleman. And I told, we were looking here talking about my comedy. And I talked to him about the situation. This person's not even on Facebook. This is an older gentleman. I said I had a cigar. And they shot a monkey's shoulder, which is scotch. And he spoke some real shit to me. This guy's my mom's age. And when I told him the situation, I shut up and listened. Richard Pryor, who's, to me, him and Eddie Murphy are 1A1B when it comes to the goats of comedy. And when he went over to Africa, 
and seeing the country. He stopped saying the You came back and said, I'm going to stop saying the N-word. Because of how derogatory, how hurtful, and painful that word is. Y'all will, will stand for something but will fall for anything. Yes, you are standing up for the cause. For equality and the end of social injustice and everything else. But with this situation, you guys are falling for a banana in the tailpipe that was laid by a man who has not talked to this girl for three years. This girl has moved on with her life. She left this man alone. This man keeps doing this so he can tell everybody that he still has control over her. All this woman wants to be is left alone. And y'all not seeing that. I talked to a few friends of mine and explained the situation to them. As I heard their point of view. At the end, yeah, I agree with them. What she said was wrong. But what they did not know was the whole backstory to his who this guy was. And the whole thing that I've been talking to friends about is this. Why would he wait three years to post that during the height of this racial pandemic? It's been a pandemic since for 402 years. Why would he post that in 2020 and did not post that in 2020? That's what I'm trying to get y'all to see. In 2017... The same racial heights that we're going through right now, what's going on back then? What she said was not cool. We get that. I get that. But what he's doing since she's been outed, has to be held in her home hostage because the, of the ignorance of people who really don't understand the true story or want to know the whole story. That cannot be excused neither. Open up your fucking one-track minds, people. At least she went on Facebook before she deleted it. Acknowledged what she said. Took accountability for what she said. 
told what happened. Says she is working on being a better person because she has been working on being a better person. And she apologized. How the hell y'all gonna sit here pull all these death threats and let her be at home, sit at home, can't work, can't take care of her mother or her child? How can y'all can't let her do that so she can become a better person? She has black friends. She has black co-workers. And she explained that to them and they standing by her. Because her job knows about Stacy. They've been known about this. So y'all calling up to her job and trying to get her fired? Newsflash. Her job already knew about the situation with this fellow for years. Since so she's been there. They know what the fuck he's about. She keeps it. She's keeping her. She gets to keep her job. But what I'm telling y'all right now is, I actually talked to some of these community leaders that contacted me. They are looking at y'all pages. They are looking at y'all posts about this. They even seen your post about me. It's documented. Those who are making criminal threats, especially over the internet, can and will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Monday morning, some of y'all may be getting contacted by the Wichita Police Department. Some of y'all are my friends. And I'm telling y'all. Stop the bullshit. Tell him to stop. Go to his post and see what the fuck he's doing. Then I want you to go back to that post he made on Friday and dropped it. Put two and two to fucking get her. Because I already did that. It was nothing but a revenge post, people. In any other circumstance, any person that says anything that racial and discriminatory, yeah, deserves the backlash. Y'all came at me because I went off on a white guy by the name of Brandon Blakesley. Brandon Blakesley told me to go burn down my own house. Take the Black Lives Matter movement with me and go burn down our hoods. 
Now, he necessarily didn't say the N-word, but he said the N-word. He said nigger. Nigger. And instead of me going at him, making death threats to him, going after his job, I went ahead and inboxed him. And I told him how I felt. Told him how we felt. He replied back. And he said, I didn't mean to say anything racial whatsoever. You know, uh, just nothing about the Black Lives Matter, man. You know, I apologize. But then he turned around and blocked his page. The difference between my post to him and Stacy's post towards Jessica to y'all is that mine's was recent. This happened three years ago. After a breakup. This is borderline stalking. If you look at it. And harassment. And y'all don't see that shit. And that's fucked up. Lord, please forgive me for cursing today. When y'all listen to this, I want you to think, and then I want you to do your research. Come to your own conclusion, because I already came to my conclusion three years ago, when it happened. And I did tell Jessica that one day, if this comes out, prepare for the backlash. But also, let the people know who already knew the situation. Let them know that you said it. You regretted it. Taking accountability. And you're going to be a better person. So, you take it how you want it. Me, don't come at me for telling y'all the truth. Because the number one thing that y'all demand is the number one thing you hate. And that is the truth. And if y'all keep this thing going, and this girl loses her life, or gets hurt because you chose to ignore the other part of the story.
instead of focusing on what she said. And if you look at the post, there were some things said in that post that we did not see. Instead of demanding the full transcript of the post be released. Something happens to that girl, her mother and her son. It's going to be on your fucking conscience. Because that full transcript of the whole conversation that happened on December 2nd, 2017 was not fully disclosed. And once again, as I said, that still did not give her an excuse to call him a nigger, call him a cotton-picking nigger. Call his mother a nigger. But if you know the story, and if you knew what he and his family did to her, your attitude would fucking change. And you would tell both, you would have done the same thing that I did three years ago. You would put blame on both of them. And not take anybody's side. And leave the whole situation alone. We'll be back on the Petty Murphy Project. Saturday, July 11th. Live at the Rumbly Tractor Event Space Center in Kansas City. As we get ready for Most Hated New World Order. But until then. In 13 days, I will see y'all soon. I'm Petty Murphy, and I approve this message.